Okay, my love bugs, we're continuing on with part two of the episode. It's 11.27 p.m., same day, October 11th, okay? So, continuing on for part two of the message. Your spirit team is basically like, you know, these offers, they're going to be coming in quick. And it's going to be one of those things where you have to take and make a quick decision. Like, it's like one of those situations where you're not going to have much time to really think about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, for example, how I said, I think on the last episode, um, someone may offer you a job or a position. Like, I used the example of, like, working at a store down the street, a little mom and pop store or something. And even though it might not be your dream job, it might not be your ideal thing that you see yourself doing, and it might not be so much money where you can support everybody but let's say you don't have any work experience at all or you have a big gap in your um work history so they're willing to look past that and let's say you turned it down it's like that should have been a no-brainer get it get your foot in the door you can use them as a reference be there for a couple months a year whatever stack your bread handle what you can handle figure out other things, do a side hustle or something, but at least you have an income. At least you have something now to put on your resume and move forward and you can go to another job when you can do that. You know what I'm saying? So your spirit team wants you to know you need to balance out. You need to listen to some type of some type of advice because right now you're not listening to them. You're not listening to yourself. You're not listening to anybody. So if nothing else... If I'm your spiritual advisor through whatever, listen to this podcast, baby, I hope you listen to me because I can see in your Akashic records right now, this is, this is some, this is some, you need to look at your chart. You're going to see whatever you are about to go through is in your chart. Look at your 12th house. You have no idea what you're about to go through. This is like some past life shit. And I don't really feel like it's like past life karma, like you're a fucked up person and you have stuff to go through. It's different for everybody, but for the people this is going to resonate with, it's not like a karma or mm, maybe it could be a generational curse. I don't know. You know, it's one of those type of situations. It, it just depends on what your situation looks like. With me, it was generational curses and karma. So, I had some fucked up shit I did in past lives. Most of my past lives, I was into some dark shit. I'm still into dark shit, but I balanced that shit out. I'm not a fucked up person. My past lives, I was fucked up. Not every one of them, but majority of them enough for me to have to deal with that shit and go through that karma in this lifetime. I have to sit myself down and, and be attacked because I was attacking other people. And to go through and experience dark magic because I was sending that shit out like it was flowers on a Tuesday afternoon in my past life. Just, oh, yeah, bitch, you looked at me weird? Cursed. Oh, you did this? Cursed. I'm going to hex your whole family. I'm going to do this and that. Now, y'all hear me say that shit on these episodes. I'm not going to sit there and lie to you, but why? Because these motherfuckers wouldn't leave me alone. It's, it's one thing to get your lick back. It's another thing to go overboard with it. So now I can do it back. I know the rules now. I'm following the rules now. I probably knew the rules before, but I didn't follow them before. See where I'm going with this? So I feel like whatever you're about to go through, it's right there in your chart. Go ahead and take the time to look at that. 
if you're going through things, if it's like mental break, a mental break or mental chaos or financial issues, it's in your fucking chart. I swear to God it is. I'm seeing it in the cards. All the secrets to what the fuck you're about to experience is in your chart. All the shit that I went through, the reason I was able to get through it and understand it on a deeper level because I read my fucking chart and I used that to make to help me heal. I knew I was about to go through hella dark magic. I knew that for a fact. Once I sat down and started my highway to hell, my dark night of the soul, whatever you want to call it, your shadow work, your spiritual journey, whatever you want to call it. Oh, I knew I was about to go through hell. Why? Because it was on my chart. I'm like, oh, shit. I was a fucked up person. My 12th house is in Scorpio. Oh, hell no. I was just looking at myself like, how the fuck did this happen? Do you know what that means? 12th house means your past life, your karma. The shit you did to land you in whatever position it is. Not all people got bad past lives, but mine was fucked up. So I had to experience all that in this lifetime. You need to read it. You'll see. It'll tell you you're going to go through poverty and finances and stuff like that. And you're like, damn, I already went through it as a kid. No, no, no. When you went through that through that as a kid, you went through that as a kid because whoever was raising you was going through their own shit. It's a generational thing. Let's say your parent never tapped into spirituality, didn't know, and they just thugged it out and went through the, the shit. You feel me? Oh, we just poverty, you know? We just, you know, they didn't heal it, whatever. Okay, so it gets passed on to you. Are you going to heal it? No. Do you want your kids to heal it? And have stuff to heal from? I bet you don't. So if you don't work on yourself, it's just going to go down to your kids and they're going to have to work on, you know. Who wants to do that? Mental breaks or... Somebody has mental breaks or a mental breakdown is going to tell you why or what can trigger a mental breakdown in your chart. I see it. And your spirit team is trying to prevent you from having that. And I think I said on the first part of this, like, um, they know you're about one good, one good fucking situation from just breaking the fuck down and just going crazy and ending up in an insane asylum somewhere. They know you got about, you know what I'm saying, one or two good more motherfucking times for something to go wrong. And it's just done, crumble. That shit is in your fucking chart. Guess what? It might be in your fucking, um, it might be in your 12th house or what house is that? I can't think of it right now, but there's a specific house that has to do with your health, your diet, your routines and stuff like that. And you might notice that if you don't have a certain routine or if you don't do a certain thing to keep upkeep, then it can start to cause little things here and there. But I see it's right there in your chart. You got to look into it. Whoever you are, you're going to come out a boss once you're done with this. But you got to get you got to get through it before you can do that. And right now, I can tell you right now, not even having a conversation with you personally, you're not on the right path. And you're probably like, what the fuck? I thought I was because I was doing this here and there. It's, it's not saying that you are not doing it or trying, but you're not being consistent or persistent with it at all. You're literally just like doing a little something here, doing a little something there, 
and thinking, okay, I'll do it when I can fit it in two and squeeze it in two. But then I think if I remember from the first episode, they were telling me that you're kind of all over the place. Like you're going after one thing and it's not equaled up to what you see yourself doing in the future. So they're like, okay, so what do you want? I think I used the example of like wanting a crocheting knitting business and then you're going to school for like, I don't know, photography or something. It's like, okay, but what do those two things have to do with each other? You know what I'm saying? Or it's like whatever you're doing is counteractive or like counterproductive to your end goal. If your end goal is to be an author or a writer, why are you not doing that? Why are you not bettering that? Why are you not, even if it's not taking courses, you can even do a little, there's groups and mess, chat, what's the fucking called? Chat rooms and fucking Facebook pages and groups and y'all can bounce ideas off each other and do spoken word. You can do all that kind of shit. That sounds like it's more aligned with your goal other than studying something else or doing something else or putting your attention and your time into something that is literally a waste of your time. And your spirit team is just like, makes no sense. It's not saying they're not proud of you for doing whatever you're doing. But they're saying, is this what you see yourself doing as your end goal? If you're like, yeah, one day I want to be an entrepreneur, but you're going and you're doing something that you know you're going to have to do a nine to five, or you might be going for a position that's longer than a nine to five and you got 16 hour shifts and you're not, you know, you got kids and you are like, wow, I got young kids or I got kids that need me and I'm the only parent now. How the fuck? Or am I going to raise my kid if I got to be at work for 16, 18 hours? My end goal was to be this, but I'm not really, I don't know. It's something you're missing. I don't really know what that is for you, but it's like whatever you're doing, it's not adding up. You're on the wrong path. So it's like. Say you say you're a mom or whatever. I just I know more moms' perspectives. Say you're a mom and you're like, I want to be a homeschool mom, you know, where I can have a business at home and you know homeschool my kids, take some time to homeschool them. They do a couple hours of school, you know, they go out and play outside. I can get a couple things done, update my website, make some products, go and you know pack the kids up in the car, go and bring the packages to the fucking parcel place before they close every Tuesday and Thursday. And, you know, you want a routine like that, whatever, right? Let's say that's your thing. But then it's like you're studying to have a a job or you're at an orientation for a job that has you working 18 hours a day. And you can't put in time with your kids. You can't homeschool. You can't have time to do anything with your fucking um, business or nothing like that. It's like, okay, that's not adding up with your path. You've seen your path, you know your path, but you're literally doing the exact opposite. And of course, you got to earn money, but you're not even applying or trying for the type of jobs that'll at least get you closer to your goal, if that makes sense. If you want to be a stay-at-home mom and work from home, and you know you still got to make money in the meantime, apply for jobs that you can work from at home answering phones and phone calls and doing emails and all that kind of shit like that you know what i'm saying something that's more flexible where you're already at home and you can teach them in between time 
or whatever. Or you know you start work at a certain time, you get off at a certain time, so they'll have their classes around then. Whatever it is, it's like you're completely off the path of what makes sense for your future goal. So they're looking at you, scratching their head like, what? You said you want to be this and you're doing that? Like, how does that make sense? And I feel like to you, it makes sense because you're doing something. So in a way, you feel productive, but they're wanting you to see it's actually counterproductive to your future goal. And you're completely off your path. Yeah. And I see whatever it is that you're currently doing, you're actually not even really passionate about it. I feel like maybe your old self is passionate about it. Maybe it was something that you inspired to do at one point in time. And you feel like, okay, since I'm doing it, I'm completing. Baba, sit down. I feel like you feel like since I'm doing it, I'm completing something. I'm 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 following a childhood goal or a dream. But in reality, dreams change, people change, ideas, ideologies, what we want in life, it changes. So even if you wanted to do that years ago and you couldn't do it cuz life happened and now you're doing it, it's like they're looking at you like Okay, do you realize, like, they're, they're, they're wanting you to be like, do you realize that whatever you're going after is going to make you miserable? Because I see the fire is out. And this is an action-based thing. This is something where it's like a physical job, a physical 9 to 5, a physical type of environment. I don't know. It's like maybe you're in the mindset of, like, you're like, I want to... um how can I explain this? Maybe you in the future want this energy of like um, work, work smarter, not harder. And I feel like whatever you're going after, you're going to end up working harder, not smarter. And they're just like, how does that align with your overall goal? How does that align with what you actually want to do? So it's not making sense to them. It probably makes sense to you right now, but I feel like whatever it is, once you complete this orientation, this course, this job, this degree, whatever, it's like, okay, you got this degree and now you're applying for the jobs and you got it, whatever. But it's like once you're actually in that environment, it's like your passion is slowly going to die off. How does that allow you to follow the passion that you're following? And you're like, well, I got to earn money. There's other ways to earn money. Like I just said, if you're trying to go to be this parent that's more in, involved in their kids' lives and stuff, find something that works with that. Where you can still work for somebody. You can still clock in and out. But maybe you work from home or something. I don't know. There's so many other jobs. But it's like, if you know the position you're applying for, it's not a normal 9 to 5. It's not something where... If you do have kids or if you plan on having kids where you can be like, oh, my kid's sick and you got to call in. Nah, they need you here. Or, oh, um, my kid has an emergency at school. I got to rush off. No, you can't rush off. This is not a job where you can leave them hanging. This ain't fast food. This ain't nothing small. This is something that's big. And it's like it does not mesh with your actual lifestyle that you either have right now or that you desire to have. So your spirit team is like, this is going to end out, end up putting out your flame. And I think in the very beginning, I was saying that your flame, you're trying to 
rekindle your flame within yourself. And it's like you're kind of snuffing it out with this. And you don't realize that. I don't know why. But I'm seeing it. Again, all of this is in your chart. Yeah. And then you don't want to work with anybody. Or even if it's saying you don't want to work with nobody. Meaning you don't want to hear anything anybody else has to say. That's not saying I'm not trying to get on your head or yell at you. I just feel like you need to hear some real shit. This is the whole reason I make my podcast. If nobody else is going to tell you some real shit, I'll tell you some real shit. And I might not even know you personally, but somebody needs to tell you. You needed to hear it. Even if you're not working with people means you just don't want to hear what the fuck they have to say. You might be like, oh, yeah, girl, that's cool. Or, yeah, bro. All right, bro. I hear you, bro. You know, and it's in one ear and out the other. But are you really listening, though? People could be trying to tell you this. They could be trying to be like, yeah. And it's like, you're going to be sitting there trying to figure out why the people around you seem like their lives are easier or things are getting handed to them or they're getting their abundances. And like I said on the last episode pertaining to this, the gods are like, you didn't plant any seeds. You haven't been praying to us. You haven't been talking to us. What are we supposed to just pull a rabbit out our asses and hand it to you for your abundance? Tell us what you want. Okay, if you tell us what you want, then make the steps towards that in every way possible. You're being counterproductive. So, yeah, I see right now it's like how I see your flame. And I don't like I said, I don't even feel like I'm talking to a fire sign. I don't know. But I'm looking at this flame is not really saying you're a fire sign. You could be, but more so like your passions. Right now, it's like you're starting over and your passions are just just like a little baby. You know, those little like tea light candles that like if you got a wax burner, those little circle ones that you can get like a 50 pack for like five bucks or something and shit like that. And it got the little light and, you know, it'll last for like 30 minutes, sometimes an hour, sometimes two hours. And it'll light the wax and make the house smell good or whatever. Wax burner, the little fucking tea lights. And it's like, maybe you need to be a bonfire. You need to be a wildfire. Maybe you got so much passions and desires in you. But right now, you got that little tea light candle holding you on strong. If you walk past that bitch too fast, it's going to go out, right? So your spirit team is like, you don't realize that this little tea light candle that you have hanging, you know, hanging on for dear life. You're walking through hell with that tea light candle. You can't even see. It's a dark tunnel you're walking through with that little tiny ass shit. If you walk too fast, if you breathe too hard, if you exhale, that bitch is going to go out and you're going to be in the dark. And you're going to be lost, right? So it's like with that tea light candle, in order to feed that fire, what do you got to do? You got to add more shit to it, right? Even if it was a bonfire or, or or a fucking chimney fire, it's like you can get that little motherfucker started, but you got to keep adding shit to keep the fire going, right? You got to keep adding shit that will set on fire in the right way and not put it out, right? So your spirit team is like basically trying to describe that as like in order to fuel your fire to get yourself to that wildfire or to that bonfire from this tea light candle, You got to add the shit on your path that needs to be added on your path and not being counterproductive. 
and not blowing it out. But so far, there's no seeds planted. I see that your mind is really in this mode of family. You had the family. You had the husband. You had the wife. You had the support. The grandmas, grandpas, mom, dad, paying your bills forever. Whatever the fuck your situation is, because everybody's going to be different. Take what part of that resonates with you. I named off several different scenarios. It could be all of the above. But I see you're really like all your eggs was planted in family. You found out secrets about family. Cool. You're moving forward. And you do have positive movement forward. Don't get me wrong. But this shit ain't going to be a walk in the park. This is not a cakewalk. This shit is not going to be easy at all. At all. You're trying to be, they're trying to guide you out of here, but it's like your spirit guides. It's, it's, it's really like hard. It's like, bro, I'm not going to lie. You're probably like one of the, whoever the fuck y'all are. Y'all are the most stubborn people. Like y'all give me Leo vibes and I hate, I, I love Leos. Don't get me wrong, but I hate trying to bring them through a spiritual journey or help them as a client because they are so resistant to change. Because they're very fixed. They don't want to change shit. Sagittarius is open to change. Optimistic. Aries, they change every two seconds. They can't keep up with themselves. But Leo is a fixed sign. I've helped other people before on their spiritual journey. But I swear, every time I have a Leo client, I don't even want them anymore. None against y'all. I love y'all dearly as people. But don't come to me for no fucking spiritual guidance and help. Because... They don't want no help. They're very fixed. They're very set in their ways. There's other signs that are fixed too. Look that shit up yourself. But just off the rip, it's giving me Leo energy. Too proud. Too You got too much pride, too much ego. Um, you can have Leo in your chart, even if you're not a Leo. Or you just have that energy about yourself where it's like too much pride. Don't tell me nothing. I got this. I'm the king and the queen of the jungle. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Rawr. But at the end of the day, like, if you're not talking to the gods, you're not praying, you're not receiving the messages and actually understanding it, you're forcing different messages to fit your situation that's not even adding up with your actual situation. So spiritually, you're blocked off on that part. And then they're like, fuck, we trying to get through this stubborn ass motherfucker. We need them to hear some shit so some shit can change. So they're trying to present this in real life, whether it's through me or whether it's through. Give me this boy. Or rather it's through other people in your life coming through with messages, sermons at church, daily quotes, some random person on a live on fucking TikTok. I don't know. Some random person at the store is preaching that shit to you. That you need to hear it. And you're still not receiving it. It's like, well, what, are you, do you not want the guidance? Because I'm not going to hold you. Your spirit team is trying to guide you down there. They're like, we know you're about to go in hell. We know you only got a tea light to light up this dark ass tunnel you're about to go through. And you're going to have to mob for hella through this dark ass tunnel. That motherfucking can go out at any second. We know once this bitch go out, you about to be in this motherfucker going crazy. So let us help you. Even if nobody else can hold your hand or walk you through it, your spirit team, your ancestors, the gods, whoever the fuck you believe in. They're trying to walk you through this dark ass tunnel to your destiny 
to this new version of who you want to be. And you're literally like not talking to them. And when they try to show up through people, talk through people, you don't want to hear that either. So it's like they're trying to figure out, are you saying no to all support? Because if you're saying no to support spiritually, you're saying no to physical support, you're still going to go through this fucking tunnel. But do you want to go through this motherfucker by yourself? Baby, me personally, I was stubborn too. I turned down the physical help, but I have, y'all know, I talk, I'll connect with my spirit team before I connect with a motherfucker. I learned through that now. Now I'm learning to open myself up to friendships. Now I'm learning to open myself up to help and shit like that. But I thug this shit out with just my spirit team. You feel me what I'm saying? I think I was talking to my homegirl not too long ago talking about this. And I was, she was like, damn, I didn't know you were going through all that for that time. You were going through that by yourself. Uh, you know, you should have reached out. I'm like, girl, reach out and say, what? I can't explain this to people. I can't explain what I was going through and that I was being attacked and all this type of shit. I didn't want to put that on nobody. So I cut myself off from everybody physically. And I just had the gods praying, going through shit, paying attention to my dreams, talking to y'all on my podcast. That's it. No adults. My son. My son don't know what the fuck I'm going through. You know what I'm saying? So for me, on my journey, personally, I'm going to give you my example. I cut off the physical. Bubba, stop it. Sorry. I cut off the physical and only had spiritual. But right now, whoever you are, you're cutting off the spiritual and the physical. So they're like, all right, little nigga, do you know what you about to go through? Because this shit about to get ugly. You sure? You don't want any of this, like, your spirit team, whoever that is for you, mom, dad, grandma, grandpa, anybody that passed away, that you knew in this lifetime. That's your ancestors and then some. And then some people you ain't even meet. That's all your spirit team, right? They're like, are you fucking sure? Because you're literally like turning down everything they trying to bless you with. So it's like, no physical? All right. And no spiritual? Are you sure about that? Baby, if I didn't have my spirit team through this motherfucker... I would have went batshit crazy. I'm not going to sit here and lie to you guys. I would have went crazy. All the shit that I went through, I would have been snapped and went crazy. My son would have to go to his dad permanently or like he would have been in foster care or something because I would have lost my fucking mind if I didn't have my spirit team. I'm not going to sit there and lie to you. So before you continue, because I feel like I'm trying to warn somebody, before you continue to go on this path of... Nah, 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 I got it. Nah, 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 this, this. Take a fucking step back. Get beside yourself and realize what I'm saying to you. You're turning down physical help that the gods are presenting to you during this time. Trying to guide you through this. Physically. And you're already disconnected from them spiritually because you don't want to put in the work yourself. Have you ever walked in a dark tunnel by yourself before with no lights, no phone, no nothing. And you have to feel your way through and you don't know how far, how long this tunnel extends. You don't know if there's going to be a boogeyman going to pop out and chase you. You don't know what the fuck is going on. Have you ever done that? No, go ahead and try that. Tell me how that feels. Put a fucking blindfold on. You can't see shit. Walk down the tunnel 
with no noise, nobody, no phone, no tap taps, no nothing. Just walk down that bitch and tell me how far you get before you start freaking the fuck out and tripping. No guide dog, no fucking nothing. Yeah, you cutting off everything. This is not smart. You're like, I'm just going to take a leap of faith. And no, this is not something where you just throw yourself into this hell and just be like, yeah, no, this is not a trend, baby. Don't do that. You're going to be regretting. I'm telling you right now. That's not the best way to get to your wealth. I see the wealth in reverse. The path that you're on right now, the route that you're trying to take without your spirit team and without anybody that they're trying to bless these earth angels that they're sending to help you through this to help you guide you through this you're turning down all of this and you don't have the old support that you used to have because they're too toxic so i see the path that you're currently on is going to end without you getting anything and it sucks because it really sucks because whatever you're putting your time into right now Thinking it's going to be fruitful and abundant, it's not going to be. I'm not saying you're not going to make some money. I'm not saying that you could be going for something and thinking it's going to pay off. I'm saying that literally it's it's the wrong path. So if it's the wrong path and you're supposed to be doing something else, it's not going to work out on purpose. It's not because somebody doing magic. It's not because somebody trying to torment you and do this and that. It's literally because this is not what you're destined to do. And you can find out what you're destined to do by doing your shadow work and simply getting into what your chart says and following that. It's literally your chart is a guide. If you don't have nobody else guide you through this bitch, fucking read your chart and do it yourself then. I don't care. That's your journey. I'm almost done with mine. But literally, like, you gotta you gotta have some type of guide. At this point, the the natal chart is like your map. It's like, all right, fuck, I'm going to go through this. All right, cool. I'm going to go through that. All right, cool. So if you don't want to do spirit, you don't want the physical that they're trying to send you, and you got to do it on your own, the least you can do is help yourself and check out your fucking um, chart. I'm going to pause it here. So, yeah, I see the reason things are really stagnant for you right now. You could have been thinking it was, I mean, it could be other variables too. Maybe people are attacking you. I don't know. I give that the benefit of the doubt. You could be going through anything. But what's really holding back things from coming towards is that your car, this is like a car stuck on the side of the road. Shit's not adding up with that. It's not, it's not, it's like your, your energy is not reciprocating what you're supposed to be doing at this current point in your journey right now. So remember on the first part of this, um, two part episode or whatever, um, hopefully it's only two part shit, (laughs) but at the beginning of this, like I was saying that, um, your spirit team 
is basically trying to tell you that your divine masculine aspect within yourself and your divine masculine, I mean, and your divine feminine aspect within yourself, no matter what gender you are, both your yin and yang within yourself is in reverse. So you're not actively doing anything. You're not actively putting in work. You're not even manifesting or praying. So it's like you're literally just stuck and frozen in whatever situation that you're in. And then I see you're making quick moves to, um, I don't know, temporary fulfill, like temporarily fulfill some type of satisfaction of like, I'm getting things done by doing a million and one things at once, but really you're not doing anything at all because they're all counterproductive to your journey. This is a part in your journey where there is no other option. Like I was also saying on that first part that you were supposed to be going through this journey maybe a few years ago. Maybe you were supposed to be getting blessings right now. And you decided a couple years back that you were going to stay within this toxic family, within this toxic relationship or whatever it was. So it postponed this. It doesn't mean that it is not going to happen. It don't mean that you skipped it and it ain't going to happen. No, it just further pushed it down on the timeline. So where a lot of people are finishing up their journeys, there's also people that were like you that decided not to and they're just starting them. So what's happening is that you're just starting on your journey, but you're not on the right path. You're rushing towards a bunch of things that don't match with your energy. So in turn, it still is like you're still stuck because none of it is. Um, damn, I'm like, hmm, I don't even know if there's an example I can use. Hmm. Yeah, I was going to try to use an example, but I don't even know right now off the top of my head what example I can use. Um, Maybe like, I don't know, fixing a car part or something like that. And it's like, let's say it's like your starter or like your battery that you need changed. But it's like you're up here looking at the transmission. You're up here looking at oil change. You're up here, you know, trying to change the fucking tire. And it's like the diagnostic says... You need a new starter or you need a new battery. And it's like you're fixing everything but the thing that you need to get the car started to start driving to go down the path that you need to go down. And you're fixing things that don't even need to be fixed at this point. And it's just kind of like pointless because it's being counterproductive because it's like, well, if you would have just listened, you would have seen you need a new starter and a new battery. That's what you need to start your car. And instead, you're fixing things that don't need to be fixed, looking into shit that don't need to be looked into, when really, you could have been on the road. You see what I'm saying? So, your spirit team is saying, stop rushing towards a bunch of things to temporarily fulfill some type of satisfaction in you for the moment. Like, oh, I'm getting things done because I'm doing this. When really, you're not getting anything done because... That is not the path you need to be on. Now, listen to me with this. If you would have been doing this a couple years ago, this temporary fulfillment, it might have worked for a minute. But at this point in time right now, you already postponed this. And the gods are like, no, there's nothing you can do besides get on this path. Period. Period. 
And either we're going to help you on this path, you're going to get some help physically on this path, spiritually on this path, or you're going to be on it by yourself, but you're still going on this path. So this temporary fulfillment is literally wasting your time, your mind space. It's like you're crowding your mind with things, um, crowding your mind with things that don't matter when it's like once you realize all that shit that you're doing is going to go to the wayside. Let's say you signed up for something and it's like a gym membership or something and you signed up for um, a class or two and you got to pay for that out of pocket. And you're focused on that. You're focused on this. You got kids. You got this, this, this. But the only thing that's on your path is you, your kids, and this. And that membership that you're paying for, that course you were taking, you were studying, whatever you were doing, it's just now it's like, fuck, I could have had that money for this. I could have had that money for that. You see what I'm saying? They're trying to tell you now. That's not what you're supposed to be doing. But it's a temporary fulfillment that makes you feel like you're doing something. They're also, they're trying to show you, like, they're like, we're trying to lead you through this maze, but you want to go on this maze on your own. And you're going, and it's like you keep running into the same dead end, thinking you're making somewhere out of it. And it's like, if you don't let us guide you, because you keep going through the same part of the maze. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. At this point, if you can't drive the car through this motherfucking pathway they're like at least get on the fucking bus and let us drive you but something's gotta give it's not making sense it's not adding up shoddy no matter what what you're doing it's not adding up and at this point the route you're taking you're gonna be stuck in hell and the demons is gonna be looking at you like all right make yourself comfortable what addiction do you want to go through because at this point you're gonna start going through something you know, it's going to be some type of toxic habit is going to start being picked up when you, the longer and longer you're stuck in hell. You see what I'm saying? Even if you're like, yeah, I'm not even that type of person to get into that or do that. Look at anybody that you might know that fell off. And you're like, damn, how? I remember this person used to be like this. I remember this person used to be like that. And maybe they had a snap or a mental break and now they're on drugs. Now they're homeless. Now they're going through something. Everybody has their own path they're supposed to go on. And if they choose not to go on that path, they're still going to go through that hell. Some, Not everybody's strong enough to get out of that hell. That's why I said for me, the only thing that got me out that hell was my spirit team. Because I was stubborn enough to not accept anybody's fucking help you know whether I trusted them or not I cut a lot of people off and once I had to cut a lot of people off that were closest to me I stopped trusting every fucking body and cut everybody off and I was like I'd rather talk to the gods than to trust a fucking human being that was me in the beginning part of my journey but I still had no choice I still gotta go through this if I didn't have them oh I would have been on a darker path you know what I'm saying so when you see some people that fall off and it, it seemed like they went down the wrong path and they got on some hardcore drugs or they just, they're not the same or whatever, and it's a darker aspect to it, think of it this way. They got stuck in that tunnel that you're about to go down. Some of them say fuck it and get into alcohol. Some of them say fuck it and get into some hardcore drugs. Some of them say fuck it and smoke too much. Some of them say fucking and smoke some hardcore shit. Some of them say fuck it and start inviting past people back into their lives. And then they're on a toxic journey with them. Some of them go back to them abusive exes. There's so many different things. 
Some of them go back to the people that was plotting on their demise and they back in their face smiling. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to be really strong with this kind of stuff. So you got to pick and choose your battles. But I see right now, you're looking at it as like, you feel like your dreams, hopes, wishes, ambitions are not being nurtured or not being taken care of. And like, they they went down the drain. So now you're just temporary fulfilling something with a little something here. But that's still not your overall dream. So they're trying to warn you that that's a break. They can see something you can't. Your spirit team can see something you cannot about yourself. And what they can see is that this, whatever you're doing currently, and you're putting your energy into, it's not going to be beneficial in the long run. And you're going, that's going to be, remember I said, whoever this is, you got about one or two things that might happen one more time before you snap. That's not wishing that'll happen. It's like your spirit team is trying to prevent this from happening. They're like, if one more goal, one more dream, one more ambition goes down the drain, you can't see it, but we can see. That's going to drive you into something that you wouldn't even do normally. If your money don't start getting right and you don't see any progress and you're not used to that, it's going to drive you into a certain way. They're watching you heavily, just like, when is this person going to get it? You know what I'm saying? All they can do is sit back and watch because you're not asking. My bad, my um alarm went off, whatever. Um, yeah, I was trying to say they've been watching you and they're trying to figure out when you're going to make a move, but it's like all your spirit team can do is watch you at this point because you're not allowing them to guide you in any way, spiritually or physically. Um, and you're not talking to them and they're not able to assist you in the things that you need. So it's kind of like you're missing. It's not even like you're missing the last piece of the puzzle. It's like the puzzle ain't even out the box yet for you to even put the puzzle together to see the bigger picture. So they're kind of just like, damn, it sucks. But they're literally like kind of pleading. You know, I feel like I'm kind of repeating myself in this message. And I hope I'm not. I might have to listen back to these messages myself. I I hate repeating myself, but I feel like I'm repeating myself. And I might not be. But it's like... um, it's, it's like you're missing, you're not even putting up, you're not even, you don't even have the puzzle out the box to see the pieces, to know what pieces need to be put together, to know where you're going with it so that you can see the overall picture, the bigger picture in it. It's just like your spirit team just has to sit back and watch you. And it's like, okay, you cut off people. All right, cool. Again, talking about my journey, I had to cut off people too. Awesome. That's a part. That's the first part of it. Um, and it's like, you know, um, you could have found out some things that shocked you. Okay. Everybody goes through that part. You could have had something go off on with your love life. Okay. You know, sometimes that happens. You could have found out different things that were hitting about people, places, things, friends, whatever. Um, 
your money kind of start being funny. Um, you know, I feel like whatever clout recognition, um, you know, certain ways that you like, Baba, sit back and stop it. Thank you, sir. Whatever, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Your old self is like I had to realize on my journey that there was this thing called mourning your old self where it's like your old self is dying off because most of your old self was just this ego. You were wearing a mask. You weren't showing certain people the real you. You might not even know the real you. You're like, who the fuck am I as a soul, as a person? What am I into? What is my purpose in life? And whatever you were displaying to people your whole life was probably what they wanted you to be, was what your partner wanted you to be, or your family wanted you to be, or your coworkers or your friends. And you were showing up for them more than you were showing up for yourself. So now that you cut them off or you're separated from them or you're divorced or you don't have any family anymore, whatever your situation is, now it's like, okay, well, who the fuck am I? I know I don't like that, but what do I like? What do I want? Okay, so I feel like if you haven't shed a tear, you're probably going to be shedding more tears because your old self is gone. I have to realize that too. And I said that on my testimony, if you listen to it, like the, the self that I used to be before, I'm not that person anymore. And I realized that I was dumbing myself down. I said that on plenty of my older episodes involving my testimony. I was like, wow, um, me coming out and showing my podcast how nerdy I am, the shit I'm into, I can read fucking hieroglyphs and I know about space and aliens or celestial beings, whatever you want to call them. I know about all these type of stuff. I'm a writer. I'm a poet. I can't sing, but I can do all these other things. I'm letting you guys know me. And these are some things that even the people that were closest to me my whole life didn't even know about me. And it's like, I'm finding myself. The person that they thought that I was, I wasn't. And I wasn't even showing up for myself in that way, the way I was showing up for others. I had to mourn. I had to cry about the old ways, the old me, look at my old pictures and be like, wow, I was really happy. And then look at some of them and was like, you know what? I really wasn't that happy. You know what I'm saying? I remember having sad moments still or still being in, surrounded by a crowd of people and still feeling alone. Bubba, you need to cut it out. Um, child. <laughs> Woosa. <sighs> Still going through my own shit and like still feeling alone and being in, in you know in a crowd of people and not feeling like I can open up and talk to, to talk to them about anything or talk to them about the things I'm interested in. I have to talk to them with you know I have to dumb myself down to be around a lot of people. Not everybody, but a lot of people and even the people that I was able to open up with, they still didn't know every side of me. So I was hiding myself. I, um, you could have been hiding yourself in alcohol, marijuana, drugs, shopping, eating, things like that. And it's like, okay, you're not doing that anymore. So 
there's going to be a mourning phase that you're going to go through where you're going to mourn the old you. And maybe that's something you're going through right now. And that's probably why you're trying to um, overcompensate by doing a million and one things because maybe you're like, okay, I know I can't do nothing at all, but it's like maybe you don't know what to do. And it's because you're not listening to the guidance. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, okay, you don't know what to do. I get it. Sometimes we're all lost and we don't know where, where to go. But if you literally got somebody telling you, go down the street, turn at the corner, make a right here, it'll be the last house right there on the right. It's like you're not listening to those directions. It's like you stopped and asked for them. No, it's like you didn't even stop and ask for them. You're just winging it. You ain't got no GPS on. You ain't got no map. You ain't got no map quest printed out for the older people that's listening to me you ain't got none of that going on you're just literally winging it and just you're not even praying to the guys like oh please you guys i don't know how i'm gonna find this just help me find it and the guys just guide you you ever did some shit like that i used to work for amazon and sometimes the little fucking gps start tripping and i'm like fuck this is my last package i gotta do this do that and i'm like i'm in the middle of the boonie somewhere god look this shit makes me a little nervous i can't see at nighttime when i'm driving can y'all just help me find it? And the gods guided me. I don't know what fucking turn I made where, but I found the fucking place. Delivered the motherfuckers' packages and kept it pushing, right? Sometimes you got to wing it, but guess what? What did I just say? I had the gods guide me because I opened my fucking mouth and prayed for help. You're not doing that, though. And I don't have the GPS. I don't have the map printed out. I don't know where I'm at. So, I mean, what are you going to do? So, you got to realize your old ways are dying off. You need some self-reflection time to really sit back and stop doing a million and one fucking things and sit your ass down. You've probably been having people come into your life and being like, sit down, bro. Like, oh, you're doing too much. Or, damn, that's a lot. Or, you're doing a lot. Or, you sound like you're really busy. And it sounds good. Sounds like you're really busy. I'm not putting anything past you. You probably really have a million and one things going on. But some of that shit is because you're causing it to be that. You see what I'm saying? Like, of course, take care of your fucking kids. You can't slack off on that. Of course, take care of your health, your mental health, your emotional health. You cannot slack off on that. But some of this extra shit that you're signing yourself up for and doing, it's literally like, why are you doing this right now? Because it's it's like you're avoiding sitting yourself down looking yourself in the mirror and doing some actual work. And I feel like what your spirit team is trying to get you to realize is that before you even physically find a job or or put yourself out there or whatever you're trying to do, whatever it is that you're trying to do before you actually get there, you got to realize that the spiritual part, the self-work, that emotional work, which is working on your feminine aspect of yourself, that shit is harder than any physical work that you have to do. You can lift stuff and move stuff and do all type of physical work all day long. Of course, your body going to be sore. You can soak. You can put some icy hot on that bitch and, you know, be better in the next couple days, whatever, right? You could take some CBD, start feeling better. You can mask it with something, coat it with something, right? But... Physical work is easy compared to emotional work. Sitting yourself down, looking yourself in the mirror, 
getting down to the nitty gritty, crying if you need to, writing in your journal and really going through the trauma, reliving the experience, healing yourself through it, reaching out and getting therapy, anything like that. That shit is work. And I feel like for whatever reason, you're avoiding that work. And your spirit time is your spirit team is like, no, you can't do that. This is not time for that. You had postponed this shit. This is like, if you're a lady, this is like a pap smear. You know you're supposed to have a fucking pap smear every couple years. And you keep postponing that shit now to the point your doctor's like, you cannot postpone it anymore. We need to check your cervix. We need to check everything and make sure down there your lady parts are doing good. Come in next Tuesday. There's no other option. You know what I'm saying? This is like you keep putting off something with your health until the point is like something going bad. Your tooth is rotten now. And it's like you kept putting off getting it filled. And now you need to get the whole tooth removed. I don't know. But whatever it is, you can't reschedule anymore. If you if this was like you calling in sick, you used all those days up. And now you have to go in and deal with it. Whatever, however you need to fit it in your mind for you to understand it. You can't postpone this shit no more. This is not time for that. Your savings is... It's like the stuff you're wanting to save money for or the savings you did have, you're spending, you were spending it on or you are spending it on material things. And they're like, wow, babe. Like, you're, like baby, you're eating up your pockets. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't even see. Your spirit team is trying to guide you, but you don't see that a couple months from now, you're going to wish you had that extra money and that savings. But right now, you're like, oh, I'll just go buy this. Oh, yeah. Every day, we're going to go out and do this, and I'm going to go eat here, and I'm going to get this done, and I'll buy this outfit, and oh, yeah, we need this. And like I said, some of y'all have Netflix, Hulu, Showtime, this, that, that, and this. And it's like a million and one bills. And you don't even realize you should be kind of budgeting right now because you know your situation changed, but you're still living as if it did. If you are on like some type of expensive family plan for your phone, get you a what's that called? No contract phone where your shit's like 50 bucks. Does it work? Yes. Do you have Internet? Yes. Do you still have fucking Wi-Fi at home so that you can hook the shit up to Wi-Fi while you're at home? Yes. Do that. You know, every month is 50 bucks a month. Cool. But you got thousand dollar phone bills and you got all that kind of stuff. It's like, why? You got to have the latest and greatest and you know, you cannot keep up with the Joneses right now. So are you like, who are you trying to impress at this moment? And if you're like, nobody, Nola, then start fixing things. Because I'm telling you right now, your spirit team is like, you're going to be sad. Because you're still spending as if you still have the two-parent household or you still have your parents paying your bills or you still have whatever the fuck your situation is. You're still spending like it's still coming in your pockets, like it, like you're still being handed some type of allowance or whatever people that get that kind of shit is called. I don't know what the fuck to call it besides an allowance. So if I'm offending you, fucking excuse me. Never had it before. But you're still spending as if you got it like that, and you don't. So they're also scratching their head like, what? 
Like, you know the shit changed drastically, but you're not accepting it. Acceptance. Yeah, I don't know if you're used to, if you're a lady that's used to a sugar daddy or if you're used to a sugar mama paying this and that, and you were just free, you can do whatever, but they're like, baby, that's not it anymore. When I tell you, I don't know, but those pockets are drying up. You probably seen proof that the pockets are drying up, but you still are not applying that, I think is the word. It's acceptance and applying it now. Maybe you did see it. Maybe you did see something where it's like, oh, man. Or even if it's like, I don't know. You're like, damn, my savings is drying up. I don't know what the fuck it is. I don't know what y'all fucking money look like. But I see whatever was handed to you before is gone. Where you was just free, you could do whatever, spend it on bullshit. Now I see that shit dried up quick and it's like every dollar matters. But you're not living like every dollar matters. You see what I'm saying? You got to get beside yourself, baby. Whoever you are. It's like this ego that you have. They're trying to slowly but surely start stripping away things for you to understand that all of that material shit, all of that what you're used to is literally what's feeding your ego. You got to humble yourself. And it's like, well, well, no, I came from humble beginnings. Well, return back to the motherfuckers. I don't want my kids to live like that. Well, they are going to have to. Why? Because it's a journey you're going on. But you're making it harder for everybody involved. Especially if you're the main breadwinner now. If you're the main breadwinner now in whatever situation and you don't have any assistance, any help, no family or whatever. Then it's just like, give me this toy. You got too many toys making noise, baby. Then it's like, um... If you're the main breadwinner and now you know and you're looking at your own account and you know the shit's acting funny, then why do you still have shit charging you every month? Why do you still have shit you're not using or utilizing? Like, really think about that. I feel like you guys are not understanding the purpose of Earth. It's an Earth school. Everybody goes through different journeys. Everybody has different things and trials and tribulations they're going through. You know what I'm saying? Whatever it is, it's a spiritual thing. And I feel like you're really stuck in the past. I feel like your spirit team wants you to go back and look at some pictures from the past. And just reflect. Just reflect. I had to do that too. I had to reflect. I'm like, wow, I remember I was balling around this time. I had like, what about Lexus? I had this and that. I had this type of place. I was going out and doing this and blowing money and buying my friends. Like, I'll go shopping. I was so balling. I was buying my friends clothes. I'm like, I felt bad for them. Like, oh, you ain't got it, bro. Go grab you a couple outfits, bro. I ain't gonna bring you on a shopping spree and just, you know, be an asshole. I was literally just balling crazy. And then now I have to be humbled and sit my ass down. So why? My issue was I was shopping too much. I didn't really have money growing up. So when I did have money and when I was earning money, I was just buying shit. Shit, sometimes I wouldn't even wear. And I would give it to somebody else. Still had the tags on it. Just had a bunch of shit. I wasn't no hoarder or nothing like that. But it's like, 
just because I didn't have it as a kid, I wanted the material things when I could afford it. So that's what I was doing. I was always shopping. I have a shopping addiction. I bet you that shit got my shit in the check now. Don't get me wrong. I still like to shop. I still like nice things. But I know how to manage my money better. Do you see what I'm saying? So that was a part of my journey. Maybe that's a part of yours. But they're wanting you to go back and look at some of the pictures in your lifetime and understand that that part of your life and what you went through ain't going to look like that no more. Yeah. You're going to feel like a lot of things are hitting you at once, but the old you is gone and it's time to heal now. You might feel vulnerable. You might feel weak. You might feel like, you know, I don't know what else to do. I see somebody's like, I need to smoke. Do you know how many times I done said that on my spiritual journey? And when I was able to smoke and had an abundance of shit, I'm like, now I'm like, damn, I ain't got nothing to smoke. I got to thug this shit out. You see what I'm saying? I got to feel my feelings raw and not mask it with the happiness that weed brings. You know what I'm saying? I'm not really a drinker, but you can't, you're not going to be able to mask it with anything. You're going to have to feel those feels because it's a part of your healing. Yeah. Your peer team is trying to warn you because they don't want you to end up selling, excuse me, selling yourself short for a dollar. Whatever that means for you. They don't want you to do that. They don't want you to have to get to that point. You know what I'm saying? I feel like you're like, no, I would never. But you never say never because you don't know what you're going to end up doing. Especially if you don't make it out this motherfucking hell. Like I said, you've seen some people go through this. Everybody goes through their spiritual journey on different parts in their lifetime. You might have seen friends, family, siblings, uncles, auntie, mom, dad you know, whatever, co-workers, and it's like, damn, I used to work with that person, and I used to work with that person, and they, um, they fell off, now they're a druggie downtown, or they're this and they're that, and it's like, wow, well, that person had their spiritual journey experience before you did, and unfortunately, they got stuck where they were, and now they're on drugs, and now they're doing this, they don't want that for you, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So now I feel like I'm done getting on your head. Let's try to come up with some solutions. I told you some solutions already, though, right? Figure out your priorities. Get down to the basics. If it is a money situation you're healing through or whatever, and you're trying to be independent, understand you're independent and understand every dollar matters. You figure that shit out, right? That's a solution already. Another solution is start planting fucking seeds. You know what I'm saying? Meaning, if you're like, okay, um, sit down and realize what the fuck you're good at. You know what I'm saying? I'm talented at this. I can do this in my sleep. I can do this. I can do that. And write it down and then see which those talents that you can make a business out of or earn some type of money. And then see which ones where you need little to nothing to start it. And if you have enough to start it, then you can start that. Focus your inf- you know, your energy there and then plan that shit out to a T. You know what I'm saying? Write down everything you need, everything you can do, everything, um, whatever, like how much you would need to start it. Um, if you would need employees, how much you can pay them, whatever. Even if you don't have the shit to do it now, you need to write out a blueprint. 
the name, the logo, the, the everything, every fucking thing. Because that shows the, the gods or whatever the fuck you believe in. That shows them that, okay, you're actually trying. And then on top of that, work on your fucking spirit. Do your spiritual journey. I see people with that shadow work, healing journal and shit. Nothing against the person that made it. But some of that shit was like half-assing it. I'm not going to hold you. You know what I'm saying? I feel like if I made one of them motherfuckers, it'll get y'all to really heal some shit. You know what I'm saying? Some of that shit, my friend read it to me, and I'm like, bro, that shit was skipping over some shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, nah, you don't do that. That's just me. But again, people do shit for trends. This is not a trend. This is your journey. You can't rush your journey because you'll be shorting. uh, What's the word? You'll be... um, cutting yourself short you're cutting corners to your healing and you're only hurting yourself so that's not something that you can do but i see if you start to plant seeds and start to manifest and you start to talk to your spirit team you're still gonna go through hell but they can start helping you get that they can start helping you with your savings they can start helping you find ways to earn money like i said I probably wouldn't have been through half the hell I went through if I would have opened myself up to possibly being, you know, able to get help from fucking people. But at that point in time, I ain't trust nobody. And I said, I don't want to deal with nobody. So I had my spirit team guide me through it and I thugged it the fuck out. You know what I'm saying? If you're like, yeah, no, Nola, that ain't how I, I'm not built like that. Okay. Not everybody's built like that. Right. So then if there's an opportunity presenting itself to you, don't act like you're better than it. Because, like, you're really not right now, bro. Nobody's better than anything right now. I'm not better than you. You're not better than me. We're on different paths. We're on different different journeys on different timelines. If you got to humble yourself and stop buying them two, three, four thousand, five thousand dollar wig installments and whatever the fuck motherfuckers be paying all that shit... Man, you better get your motherfucking scalp popping and get your own hair to grow. You know what I'm saying? You better figure that out. Because how much money are you wasting on buying that type of shit? If you need to figure out how to do your own nails, your own pedicure, manicure, invest in that. Invest in yourself while you're going to be going through this hell because you're going to be going through hell. You see what I'm saying? I'm grateful that as a kid, me being a woman... As a, a girl learning how to take care of myself. You know what I'm saying? That I don't have to go to Ling Ling and them to go fix my nails and shit. I know how to do it myself. Of course, it's a luxury and I would love to do that. But at the end of the day, if worse comes to worse, I can do it myself. And guess what? I've been doing it myself because them extra dollars that it takes to get your nails done to be fancy. I needed that while I was in hell. Thank the gods, I know how to do my hair. I know how to dye. I, if I wanted to do a relaxer, I know how to do that. I know how to cut my hair. I know how to shave that shit. I know how to do locks. I know how to do braids. I know how to add extensions. I know how to fucking install or fucking sew in. Whatever I wanted to do with my hair, I can do it. Of course, I have locks, but you see what I'm saying? This is the type of stuff you should be investing in right now. Because when you're going through this, you're going to realize, I don't have, like, you know, I don't have it to do that anymore. So let me figure out what I can, what I can do. 
Some of y'all have never done any of this type of stuff on your own in your life. And it's like I said, everybody's different. So sound like you're learning how to be independent. And that's okay. I've always been independent, so it looked different for me. My next phase, I got to learn how to accept help. I'll get to y'all and explain that, how the fuck that looks for me. Maybe not all my business and details, but if I'm having struggles with that, I'm going to keep it real. That shit hard. Yeah, you can help me and me sitting down, stepping to the side and trusting that you got me. That shit is fucking hard. Me coming from not trusting nobody and, you know, doing everything on my own. For some of y'all, you didn't have that same journey. Okay? Me, I had to be Mrs. Fix-It. I ain't never had no man up in my house to build anything or fix anything. I love handymen. I love that men can do that. But I've always had to put shit together myself. I always had to order some shit and be like, oh, God, I got to sit down with these instructions now and build it myself. Because other than that, it's going to be sitting in the fucking box. I got to hang up and nail up stuff myself. And I got to do manly things, shit that I don't fucking like doing, taking out the fucking trash and, you know, all types of fucking shit that I feel like a man should be doing. I didn't have that man. Maybe you did. Maybe if you're a man, you had a woman and you're like, I don't know the first thing about washing my drawers, cleaning my clothes, cooking. Maybe that's the fucking journey you're going through. You're going to be going through hell, but maybe that's a part of the journey, which is you learning how to do that shit yourself. I don't know. But they bless somebody, an earth angel. They're blessing you with the earth angel in your life. That's going to have abundance. They're going to come with abundance or they're about to get blessed with their abundance because they're at the end of their journey. I feel like this person's a little rough around the edges, but they mean good. I feel like you might not know this person as much as you, I don't know how to explain it. Like, it's like you might have met in weird circumstances or it's a soul family person or it's like it's newer. It's a newer energy. And maybe you're a little reluctant or whatever. And then you're like, ah, you know, I'm not, I, I, you know, I'm cool with talking to this person. I'm cool with that kind of stuff. But like, I don't trust anybody to depend on anybody. And maybe your next step is not saying depend on that person. Cause I don't feel like this person going to hold your hand through your whole journey. I don't feel like this person giving you no fucking hand. Now this person might be like, yeah, you can earn your way. You can help me out. I help you out. But it's still an offer from your spirit team. And I'm not going to lie to you. I see right here, this your last offer from your spirit team. I'm not saying that this person won't be your friend. But let's say this is a position, a, a work position or a place to stay or something. And like this person's like, yeah, I got this money. I can help you. I can get you this situation. I know a place out here where I stay at or in the neighborhood. I got the hookup. It's not the best job. But if you already got this qualification, this degree, this whatever, you'll fit right in. You can make you some money. You know, I'll help you watch your kids, whatever. They're trying to help you out. And it seems like it's something I don't want to say too good to be true, but it's like 
oh, that sounds cool. Yeah, nice, but nah, I'm not going to do that. I want something else. I'm saying right here, your spirit team is out of options for you because this is your last option. So depending on what you choose to do, because again, I can tell you until my first, my face turns blue, my spirit team has put this on my heart to get this out before I go to sleep for tonight. So at this point, it's like, it's said, you know, it's not sitting and I'm this medium and I'm getting messages and not putting it out there. I did my part by saying it. Even if it sounded repetitive, I don't know until I hear it back, but I did my part. I got the message out. What you choose to do with the information is on you. So I'm telling you right now, there's some type of opportunity that is presenting itself or will present itself to you. This is your last opportunity before you are on that high road. What the fuck did I call it? Highway to hell. This is the last pit stop. You had a bunch of different pit stops, and each pit stop didn't work up. It didn't add up. It wasn't to your liking. It wasn't to your standards of your old self with this ego. Your new self that you're moving into, you ain't got many options right now. I'm not saying that you won't have it, but you need to build towards that. And until then, they're trying to make sure you go through this as smoothly as possible. So I'm saying right now, if you turn down this last option... That's all the options that you're going to have for quite some time. And there's going to be a major change. Yeah, and there's some shit that's hidden that they're not even going to let me tell you. But it's not going to be good. I'm not going to lie. You're going to be disconnected from spirit at this point. And I'm not saying that, yes, it's something hidden. It's not telling me what's going to happen. It's just not good. I can feel that it's not good. It's not saying this person is a fucked up person. They're going to leave you stranded. But it's going to be one of those situations. Like, let's say you say, nah, I'm good. It's like, all right, cool. All right, cool. And then let's say the gods put somebody else in that home they were offering for you. Or that job that they knew of a friend of a friend that needed to hire somebody. And they tried to give you the job. And then you didn't want it for whatever that your ego was saying no. And then now... Um, the job, the home, whatever they were offering, the child care, it's busy or it's taken up or they can't, um, the now it's like, okay, well shit, I was going to rearrange some stuff for me so that I can help you with your kids. I was going to rearrange some stuff so that we can get you in this place. I was going to rearrange something and ask my friend to hold off on all the other applications coming through in the interviews because I know a perfect person for the position, but you said no. So all of those opportunities are gone. They're sealed up. Somebody else got it. And now it's not there for you anymore. And it's not saying this person won't be your friend, but it's saying that they won't be able to help you when it comes to that anymore. The most they can do is say, damn, I know how that feels. I'm sorry you're going through that. And it's not being sarcastic. It's not being funny, but it's like they're going to have their own life they're living. You could have been a part of that. You could have been earning your way. You could have been humble and getting little things here and there to be able to make it through. But everybody has setbacks in order to get to where their goal is. And I also, again, learned that from Nipsey. Like, sometimes you got to humble yourself. Sometimes you do get pushed back 10 steps backwards, you know, after two steps forward. 
And it's what did Nipsey say? It's about what you do when you're in that phase of taking those 10 steps back that basically it like, I don't know how he exactly worded it, but it was like basically what you do in that moment, basically, oh, like, it's like going to define you as a person moving forward. It's like, what what are you going to do when you're in that 10 steps going backwards and you got to humble yourself? Are you going to sit back and eat some humble pie and understand that this is a phase I'm going through, that this too shall pass, and that at least I have the opportunity and I'm grateful to be able to put something on the plate, feed my kids some type of way, put money in my pocket some type of way, have some type of savings, or are you going to be like, going through it and you know like it's gonna define you in that moment that 10 steps back basically is what he was saying so i'm seeing right now it's not saying that this person is not gonna help you but this person may end up being busy and it's not that your friend ain't gonna have time for you it's that the fact that your friend is going to be busy your friend's gonna have this fortune or this person this new friend this networking this business partner whatever it is they're gonna be busy they're gonna have a fortune to take care of to nurture businesses to pour into their own kids their own family their own relationship and it's not saying you can't have that one day you had that part already but the person wasn't for you or the shit didn't work out and it happens right but at the end of the day right now you're being humbled what are you gonna do in that humbling moment I don't want to work for nobody. I want to be my own entrepreneur. Well, until you can afford your own shit, you might have to still work for somebody. At least it's not you're clocking in somewhere, slaving away. You're working with a friend, you know, even if it's like a a, a thing where it's like a home or they're trying to offer you some place and it's not the ideal place. They might be offering you subsidized rent when nobody else will be giving it to you for that cheap, for that amount of rooms or whatever it is that they're trying to help you with. You got to take that humble pie. Eat that. If you're like, damn, I wanted a five-bedroom house and you only got two bedrooms or you only got three and I don't want it. So now you're going to be in your car. You know, whatever the fuck it is, you got to realize that this person is actually ending their journey because they didn't postpone it they jumped that motherfucker and they ran through that bitch like a bull took everything on head first and they finished it up so it's nothing against you it's nothing saying that this person is better than you it's just saying that they went through and walked the shoes that you're walking but they didn't they might have not had the help that you had or if they did they're returning the favor and paying it forward. And now that they see somebody else going on that journey, they're trying to help. They were sent by the gods as your last chance to get some help. But they're not going to be able to sit on the phone and talk about your woes and the downfalls. And, oh, my God, I can't believe they're not going to be able to do that. They got this fortune. They're going to make this offer. They have a sound. This might be a sound contract or some type of um not even a contract, but just like some type of agreement. Like, yeah, you come work for me. I'll break you off this. I got you. Oh, you 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 got a job already? Cool. Well, shit, if this is hard, yeah, you can stay here. You can pay this much. I own the place, you know, but I need you to be on time with your payments. But they'll be cheaper. They're subsidized. Whatever it is, they're wanting to talk to you about this. You don't want to talk to them about this right now. 
Maybe you'll think about it twice after you hear this. Maybe you need some time to process. The person could have been like, yeah, I'll give you time. But like when this stuff comes, understand that once this opportunity passes, it's not going to come back around for a while. Yeah, somebody listening to this podcast or many of y'all really need to hear this. And I see it's going to put you on the right path in the right direction. And I'm glad because like I'm literally fighting in the background with my son because he's doing the most. So I hope y'all don't hear all the little noises and trucks and shit in the background. But I have to get this out because I wouldn't be able to sleep with all of this on my chest. You see what I'm saying? I couldn't even take a nap with him earlier because I'm like, there's something I need to do. I see somebody's going to listen. And before you heard this, you were about to turn down a place. Or maybe you had a place. So there was multiple offers. Yeah, I see it. There was multiple offers being put in your face. But there's one last one. And this is going to be a make or break for you. So one of them was a house. Or a, a, a room in the house, a basement, an attic room, um, something that was a little less rooms than you're looking for, but you're not looking at it as a blessing. So, yeah, you said no to something already. Another one was working with somebody else. Hold on, y'all. Okay, sorry, y'all. He loves him some Maggie and the Ferocious Beast Lord. Almost then. <laughs> you said no to some type of housing situation, whatever that is. Even if it's like somebody was like, I got some information and you can apply for Section 8. I can get you on it. I got the hookup. Or, you know, you might have to go into a program and do this. I don't know. Or maybe somebody opened up their only room they had for you. But you're like, no, I want something bigger. I want this. I want my own place. Whatever. Whatever it is, you said no to a home. Another no you said no to is like some type of friend group or family group or some type of group of men or women. Multiple, maybe two or three people that could have helped you. You said no to that, too. Um, I feel like this could be family. Like, even if this is not the family you directly cut off, maybe you're just like, I don't want my family in my business, but you know they can help. Whatever that is, I don't feel like it's as toxic as it could be, or I don't fucking know your situation, but I feel like you still talk to these people, but you don't want them to help because you don't, it's like that humble pie. You don't want to eat that humble pie in front of them. Because you're still in that ego of, oh, my God, they're going to think less of me. Oh, my God, I'm used to coming up and showing up this way. And, you know, nobody has ever seen me struggle. You got to go ahead and eat that humble pie. Anything so that you can survive and you're not on the streets and you're turning down all these opportunities. This last opportunity that was presented to you or that will be presented to you, I see that you said something quick you didn't think it through it's like the person could have been like yeah let me know it is what it is you know take your time it's nothing that can happen overnight I don't know how this is gonna play out but I got you in mind or 
um, you know, you know, you have this much time until the the apartment goes back on the market or whatever the fuck your situation is. Or, um, yeah, they pulled your interview, this and that. So now it's up to you. Do you want to work for this company? Everybody has different situations, right? Whatever your situation is, you quickly answered without thinking about it. Even if you're like, yeah, I'll think about it. But it's like, really think about this. Because before this person finishes this out, this job completes, this home or this apartment is back on the market or whatever it is, whatever opportunity, this last opportunity that's presented to you because it's different for everybody, you need to think about this because you not working with this person is basically you not working with the gods and this is your last straw i see if you do work with them it might start off and it might seem like to you right now there's nothing but you're gonna realize oh my god this literally what would i be doing without this right now what if i would have rushed and i did not hear this episode and i did not sit down and really process and reflect on everything the fuck i said in here And you literally just rushed and said no and made a quick decision and didn't realize that that was the end. That was it. That was all. The gods are not offering anything else. And it's, again, not because you're a bad, shitty person, not because you did this or you did that. Shit, you could have done stuff in a past life, but I'm not saying it's anything you currently did. But it's simply because you cannot postpone this and they're trying to make your journey to hell comfortable and you're saying, I don't want anything. Gods, I don't want to talk to you. Fuck everybody. Fuck everybody's help. I'll do this shit on my own. I don't want people to see me sweat. Whoop, 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 whoop. That is ego talking. Ego stands for edging God out. So you're literally so much in your ego that you're pushing the gods away in every form that they show up. If you say no to this, your dreams are done. And when I say done, I'm not saying forever, but I'm saying you're going to have to go on this path by yourself and there's no take backsies. You can't take this back. You can't say no and then it's like this this opportunity passes up, the house is back on the market, the job is snatched up by somebody else, whatever it is for your situation. And then you backtrack and be like, oh, yeah, um, bro, uh, yeah, bro, remember you? Yeah, you was kicking it and I was telling you and you was telling me about this job and, you know, bro, what's up with that? You know, I kind of need that now. They're like, bro, we felt that shit like two days after you said no. Like, I mean, this is a business we run, you feel me? I can't just be handing out favors to everybody. And it's nothing against you, but I got a business to run. You see what I'm saying? Or, bro, like, yeah. I mean, after you said you didn't want the apartment, we had an open house and somebody got in and moved in on the first of the month. It's now two months later. Like, the apartment's not going to sit around forever. You know what I'm saying? Whatever it is for you, you're going to realize too late if you don't pay attention you cannot think about i come off weak and shit who gives a fuck what people think i thought at first when i was in my ego put my testimony out there for you guys was gonna make me seem crazy and like i don't give a fuck anymore i don't went through so much shit i don't care what anybody thinks about me i don't care what anybody says about me it gave me tough skin 
Everybody in the world can think my ass is crazy. And you know what? I am. You feel me? (laughs) What are you going to do about it? You know, you got to build that tough skin about it and realize that people's opinions don't matter. How do you feel about yourself? And if you're not sure how you feel about yourself, that's the whole point of this journey. A lot of y'all got a lot of self-reflection to do. A lot of you guys got a lot of sitting down and meditating on your thoughts, your hopes, your dreams, your wishes, your wishes, and actually like understanding and comprehending what you're picking up. Feel like you're not meditating enough. But this last thing, if this ends, that's it. If this ends, there's no going back. And I don't know when it's going to come around again. I see it will circle back. But, like, what What if it's not for four, five, six years from now? So you're going to be going through the trenches by yourself with no, no, none of the God's help, no help from anybody for four, five, six years? You know what I'm saying? I told y'all I still had spirit, but that shit was still hard, thugging it out with spirit. I see a lot of you guys are going to have to pick and choose and see. Yeah. I see some of you guys are going to be growing and you're going to plant that seed and start speaking to the universe. And realizing, all right, you're right. Yeah, I'm going to start going ahead and manifesting some stuff for me. Some of the shit I manifested years ago, I forgot about that shit. There's, it's sitting on my fucking vision board. And it's coming to fruition now. I'm seeing it in my dreams now coming true. And I'm like, oh, wow, I forgot about that shit. Or, like, there's some stuff that my spirit team is like, you know, some of those messages are resonating with me. Like, yeah, a childhood dream of yours. I'm like, shit, what the fuck did I dream of as a child? You know what I'm saying? But it's coming to fruition now. So those messages that I have about planting seeds and all that kind of stuff and love and all... It's not resonating with whoever this is resonating with because you're just not starting your journey, baby. You are just at the very beginning of your journey. But you're about to start it off on the wrong foot because you're not even on the wrong path. And you're not even asking for directions. So figure that out, okay? Understand that you don't have the answers to everything. Nobody does. Even I don't have the answers to everything. I have the advice of the shit that I've been through. So if I didn't go through it, I don't know how it feels. You might go through some shit that I didn't go through. So you'll have the advice for people that are going through something similar on your end. Nobody has a rule book for this. They're just guided by spirit. Okay? You got to open up for that. Yeah, I see there's going to be some people that's going to listen, that's going to have some really good outcomes and there's some people that are just too stuck in their ways and it's going to be really hard for you and I feel like there's some people that's really caught up on love or really caught up on but where's my love life going but what's this where's that child I ain't have a love life and I don't know how long I've been celibate for a while you know what I'm saying and people that's been like that and they've been celibate and they learned how to love themselves so that they know how they want to be loved when a partner comes in yes. and whatever, whatever, whatever. So when they get that partner, that's nothing to be jealous about. That's nothing to be envious about because that person went through it themselves before they can even be on the level of matching with the soulmate. You know what I'm saying? 
if you're like, damn, I'm tired of attack, attracting toxic people, you got to see what's within yourself that this toxic person is attracted to. Because me, I'm like, I was such a good person and I'm this and that, and I was. But I still had toxic things that this motherfucker's coming at me because of. They feel like it's okay for them to be around because I had some toxic toxicity in me too. So you got to look yourself in the mirror, okay? That's it. That's all. I hope I help as many people as I can with this message. That's it. I love you guys. Best wishes on your journey. I'm hopefully going to be tapping into this energy a little bit more and giving more advice to those that want to be spiritually guided through this. Your spirits, if you're not picking up on the messages clearly, they can channel through me and I can help you through different things. I'm not going to fucking hold your hand, though. I got other shit that I'm doing. I like talking about other things and stuff, so don't get me wrong. I do the same thing to people that's been on the journey for a while. Most of my messages are for people that's been on this journey for a while. Like I said, this is one of the first messages that I made in a long time for somebody freshly on their path. Okay? I'll try to get some stuff out there for you guys, but it's I'm not going to every day be like, All right, you guys, make this decision today. No, I'm not doing it for you. I did my work, okay? It's time for you to do yours. Or not. Take care of yourself. Make your next move your best move. Reflect. Listen to this as many times as you need to. Process that shit. And before you rush and do anything, you need to understand what's really happening in your life and what's about to happen and transpire, okay? Peace.